Meanwhile, our Washington correspondent Nick Harper told me getting the first 20 aid trucks across the border is a complex operation. Some issues that they're facing include infrastructure, exactly what the road conditions are like around there, security, getting guarantees really that those truck drivers are going to be safe and not targeted by Israel. Uh, One of the Palestinian press agencies earlier said that 30 people were killed by Israeli airstrikes around that Rafa border crossing just earlier and also trying to open up the border so only aid goes into Gaza and evacuations out of Gaza don't happen because that's not part of that this agreement. Uh, there are also reports that this idea of opening up the border crossing on Friday might get delayed even further putting these 2.2 million Palestinians desperately in need of aid uh, in an even worse position than they already are. The other thing that's been mentioned is Israel doesn't want fuel going in and they don't want Hamas benefiting from anything that is on these trucks. I mean, how can, how can that be guaranteed? Well, it's really tough to guarantee. And it's something that President Biden has spoken about while he was in Israel. Now he's back in the US. Uh, the fact that there will just be food, water, medicine, that type of thing uh, is of concern because many of the hospitals that need fuel to keep operating, to treat the sick in Gaza, won't be helped uh, directly by these convoys. But yes, how do you stop it not getting into the hands of Hamas. And there doesn't seem to be a clear solution on exactly how to do that. They can send the aid trucks in, they can hope that it gets to the right people, but there is a fear that it could end up in the hands of the very people that both Israel and the US do not want to be helping. Is there any suggestion that there will be a commitment to a ceasefire? You mentioned guarantees of safe passage for the people delivering this aid. Could we expect that there would be an agreement around that? Well, it is something that you would perhaps see in other situations. We've seen this in the past, these humanitarian corridors that get opened up in conflict zones, specifically so aid can get in. Uh, In the past, for example, the UN worked to broker deals in Syria to get these humanitarian corridors opened up. And it has been something that's been talked about. The UN throughout has been pushing for this. Uh, President Biden, uh, we're told, it's something that he spoke to Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu about during his closed-door meetings in Israel. But at this stage, it doesn't seem as if there's any guarantee, even a partial ceasefire would happen to help the aid in. President Joe Biden announced that there will be an aid corridor, right? That these um, trucks will be allowed across the border. Can we be sure it will happen? Well, he's sticking by this. And in a speech that he made in primetime Thursday evening, just a few hours ago, he again talked about this deal that he says he personally brokered by getting the Israeli prime minister to agree to it, uh, then speaking to the Egyptians to make sure that they allowed the border crossing to open on their side. Uh, He is sticking firm that he wants it to happen. Yes, he's backing Israel, giving his full support to them, but also pointing out that there is this dire humanity humanitarian need for Palestinians and therefore pushing very hard to ensure that this aid convoy does go in uh, as soon as possible, but still no guarantees exactly when that aid will start arriving uh, over the rapid border crossing. Nick, you mentioned that speech. Uh, Joe Biden talked about the hostages that were taken by Hamas, including a number of Americans. Do we know what efforts are underway to get them back? 
Well, with hostage no- negotiations, the US is always very keen to keep their cards close to their chest. We do know that, obviously, they've been working very, very closely with the Israelis. They've uh, stepped up their intelligence sharing over the course of the last two weeks. And a lot of that is surrounding how to help the hostages, how to ensure that they are not killed in the aerial bombardment by Israel, that they're not killed in any potential ground offensive. Uh, President Biden again spoke about the hostages during that speech. We think there's about 13 uh, who are currently still being held. He said it's his highest priority, but it's still not clear exactly how he's going to achieve that or how Israel is going to achieve uh, getting back about 200 other hostages who are thought to still being held uh, within Gaza. He wants $100 billion of aid for various war zones, including the Middle East here. He specifically mentioned Israel, but what about humanitarian aid for Gaza? That's right, yeah. He'd focused on this idea of keeping military aid going, for example, the uh, interceptor missiles that uh, that uh, are in the Iron Dome to stop missiles landing uh, in Israel. Uh, he has spoken separately about humanitarian aid for Gaza. He spoke about a figure of $100 million, a figure that he spoke about while he was in Israel, uh, saying that that was going to be a separate uh, tranche of funding that he would then get together uh, and make Make sure that that was heading directly to the Palestinian people. And I think it is that tightrope that he's been trying to walk, backing Israel, but also saying that there's a need to help the civilians who've been caught up in this in Gaza, the Palestinians who are not connected uh, to Hamas, to this militant group. What are his chances of getting that huge, huge amount of money signed off? Well, it's very hard. I mean, his task in that speech was to pitch it to the American people. He was a salesman telling them that this conflict and the one in Ukraine matters to them. It's about national security interests for the U.S. going forward. But the pure reality, the specifics of this, uh, he cannot get that money anytime soon for the simple fact that we still not do not have a Speaker of the House of Representatives. Uh, 16 days, going 17 days without a House Speaker until that's resolved. No legislation can be passed through, and this $100 billion total that he's hoping for certainly can't be passed through. Speaker, no money. So that needs to get sorted until the president can pass, if he can get it passed, and help the people that he wants to help. And that was our Washington correspondent, Nick Harper.